Welcome to the Mama Hive. My goal with this podcast is to give all mamas more tools so that we can work together to create something beautiful in our families and as a society. The world needs hardworking, busy bee mamas who do good because together we're freaking unstoppable. Welcome to another episode of the Mama Hive. I'm so excited to be here again and thanks for tuning in. Just a disclaimer to start with. Today I'm going to be sharing a bit of my breastfeeding journey. So if boobs and hearing about breastfeeding and problems that boobs can have is not your thing, then just listen to a different episode. I don't always talk about boobs, but we're going to be very heavy on the topic today. So um, that being said, the reason that we I'm sharing this is because I feel like it's very important for women to talk more about breastfeeding and the journey that it is for so many women. I feel like, luckily the narrative I feel like is starting to shift. There are more people that share about their struggles or their journey or their successes and their wins. But I feel like up until recently, breastfeeding was just something that you were expected to know how to do. It was expected to come natural and you didn't talk about it with anyone else. And I feel like that is very harmful, especially when you are a new mother um, and might be, you know, in the throes of everything and trying to figure it out and navigate it. So that's why I'm here. That's why I'm sharing some of our breastfeeding journey. I say our because I feel like it's a team effort. I mean, not only with me and with baby, but with my husband, with an IBCLC, we have another specialist that we've had to see. So um, that is why I'm sharing some of the story. So um, a little bit of background. We have two children. I have an almost two-year-old little boy, and then we have a little girl that is about five weeks old. So we are still on the breastfeeding journey. I'm sure we'll have more in our story as we have, you know, plans to have more kids in the future. Um, But I went into breastfeeding, I think, naively. I prepared a lot for childbirth, um, for not only the pregnancy and carrying the child, but especially my first, but I prepared a lot for the actual delivery. I was really mentally prepared. I feel like a lot of the books that I read were really heavy on um, preparing for the delivery. We took a, a childbirth class, a Lamaze class that touches quite a bit on that, a little bit on breastfeeding, but more on that. Um, and I feel like, I, you know, I was watching birth videos and, and just kind of doing all those things. And I did take um, like a brief online course about the basics of breastfeeding, which I thought was was good. And I honestly kind of thought that my understanding was, was probably better than some going into it. Um, so I, with our first Beckham, we had a great delivery experience and, and everything went well that way. And then um, for the first probably four hours he was of his life, he was just ticked. He was very angry and he had a really hard time latching. Uh, and I remember, you know, it's been like, why, why is he not eating? Cause I had learned that they would kind of naturally go towards the breast, um, as, as part of, you know, right after the babies are born, that's kind of a natural instinct they have. And he didn't really do that. So I had, um, a nurse there that tried to help me get him latched. And that was just frustrating. And, and, um, but I just, you know, kind of told myself, this is normal. Like this, it's the first time for him. It's the first time for me. We don't really know what we're doing. It's going to be a learning curve. And that's definitely true. But we also found out the next day on day one, we had um, a, a midwife come to our home for a home visit just to check, you know, baby and I. And 
I already had severe nipple damage at this point, like cracked, bleeding, um, extreme damage. Um, so much so that I was talking to the midwife and I just said, you know, I know it's normal for it to hurt. She's like, oh, it's, it's normal maybe initially to kind of be uncomfortable, but as baby feeds, the pain should subside and it should just be, it might be uncomfortable, but it shouldn't be painful. And I was like, oh no, it's, it's, it's very painful. And I also had my sister there who had had four kids at the time, now has five. And she just kept saying, she's like, I don't think this is normal. Like I never had this with my kids. So um, at that one day visit, our midwife was able to diagnose Beckham with a pretty severe lip and tongue tie. They hadn't quite caught it right after he was born. I think because he was so angry, it was hard to like get a full picture of what was going on in his mouth because he was screaming a lot for those first few hours. Um, so we were able to get in like that same day and get a lip and tongue tie revision with a specialist that's in our area. And after that, um, there's a lot that goes into that. So I, and, and I was very naive. I didn't even know that lip and tongue ties were a thing. I'd maybe briefly heard it, but I didn't know how much of an impact they could have. So we didn't know that Beckham, we hadn't realized he wasn't even able to lift his tongue because his lip and tongue were tied. He couldn't get his lips properly like flanged around the breast so he couldn't get a good latch. And then even when he did latch because that tongue wasn't moving, it wasn't getting the right suckling reflex. And so it was causing damage. He was basically chomping my breast instead of sucking at it, which can happen for a number of reasons. But lip and tongue tie are common. Um, tension in the jaw, like needing chiropractic or craniosacral work can also cause it. So so anyway, so this is all day one. We go and we have the exercises um, or we get the lip and tongue tie revision. I am sobbing at this point. I'm like <laughs> 24 hours postpartum. My little baby just had to have a little procedure and I was just like, I was a mess. So um, working with there's IBCLC, like I said, as, as well as she's a nurse and she's just awesome. But she um, started working with her and my damage was so severe at that point that um, I was it was recommended that I introduce nipple shields. So we introduced nipple shields, which I would suggest not doing unless you are told to at the Council of a Lactation Specialist or IBCLC because they can actually cause further problems with latch and supply and things like that. Anyway, so it was decided that was best, so I introduced nipple shields, and um, and then we had exercises we had to do with Beckham for six weeks to make sure that tongue and lip didn't re-adhere um, too soon. Babies heal fast, which is great, unless you have a lip and tongue tie vision because you don't want the wound to heal too soon. You want the, the muscle to grow and to change. Um, so we were doing these exercises. I was still overcoming the pain that I had. And then on top of that, we got thrush that we passed back and forth between the two of us. Um, and we had that we had to deal with. And then obviously the shields, the, my supply dipped because of the shields and because his latch wasn't, was, was struggling for so long. Uh, we actually had a second lip and tongue tie revision or just the tongue, excuse me, because it re-adhered um, and was causing more problems. And then because of all of these things, I actually developed something called vasospasms, which uh, is basically nerve damage in the nipple. It's also known as Raynaud's phenomenon or Raynaud's syndrome, but um, now they refer to it more as vasospasms when it's just in the breast. Raynaud's can also be poor blood flow um, in your hands and feet as well. So I essentially got 
damage from Beckham. And so there was like a sharp and severe shooting pain um, whenever he would nurse and then in between as well. So there was a sharp shooting pains as well as like a burning and itching sensation that was happening all the time. And so that was frustrating. So we, once again, we were working with, with a whole group of people. We had a lactation consultant at the birth center that we use as well as um, an IBCLC as well as well as the doctor that performed the revision, who's also an IBCLC and an RN and like a million other credentials. Her name's Dr. Kara if you're in the Phoenix area. Um, anyway, so we luckily had this whole support team, but quite honestly, the first probably, it was probably four months of, of Beckham's life were really, really tough. I cried through, I don't know how many times nursing. I probably swore through a couple as well. I had so much pain and I was so frustrated. Um, it was not only hard for me, but it was hard for my husband as well. He, uh, we talked a lot about it and he would just say, you know, I just feel helpless. Like I see that you're in pain and there's nothing I can do. But breastfeeding was very important to me that and I'm a little bit stubborn sometimes and so I continued on and the the biggest reason I think that I feel the need to share our story is so that you if you are having struggles with nursing a few things first and foremost once again my husband and I have talked a lot about this you do not have to do it alone there are so, so many resources out there. There are experts with breastfeeding, people that can help you. If you are having a hard time, whether it's with supply or a latch or pain or something like that, there are, I guarantee there's an IBCLC, which is an international board certified lactation consultant somewhere near you. Um, even if you see one person, I, I have had so many friends and people that I've talked to that said, you know, in the, when I was at the hospital or right after I delivered, I, there was a lactation consultant that came by and they kind of helped and they said nothing was wrong. Listen to your mama intuition and your mama gut. If even one person tells you that's okay, but you feel like something's wrong or something is not working or um, it just doesn't feel right. Get some more help and there's nothing wrong with that. When I was in, in the depths of everything with Beckham, um, some of those times were, it was always late at night, always those middle of the night nursing sessions, 2 a.m. and you're alone in the dark and you everything tends to be more dramatic at those times. But I just remember thinking um, things like, why when this is supposed to be natural is it so hard or my body isn't working like it's supposed to and I was so so frustrated by that by that I was almost angry with my body because it wasn't wasn't working um is what I thought and so working with people um actually saw a therapist after to kind of work through some of those breastfeeding struggles for a little bit and I just feel like it was so helpful to have people rallying with me that were saying, if you want to do this, you can, and let's work through it. Um, so that's probably the, the biggest thing is that you're, you don't have to do it alone. I mean, you will probably be alone at 2am when you're nursing that sweet little baby, but, um, the, the pain or the frustrations or the struggles you're having don't have to be forever. And if it does reach a point where it is mentally not feasible, I didn't used to understand why women stopped breastfeeding before. I was like, why doesn't everyone breastfeed? There is definitely emotional baggage. There are hard things that go with that. So don't be afraid to work through it. Once again, work with someone to help you with those, those challenges that, that may surface or already have. So that is obviously more about Beckham, but like I mentioned, we do have a, a five and a half week old as well. 
so uh, leading up to her birth I think probably the the biggest thing uh, the biggest worry that I had was about breastfeeding well and that I would have the baby in the car because Beckham came quite fast and so that was especially my husband's biggest worry he's like do not make me deliver a baby on the side of the road um spoiler alert that didn't have to happen so no worries there but um so with her she initially latched easier so I was really hopeful I was like we've got this you know maybe the struggles are in the past um and the the midwife did recognize there was a slight tongue tie but she didn't think it was too severe she's like obviously she's she's latched okay her it looked okay um in terms of like all the movements in her lips but once again at about day one I had so much pain again like so 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 severe and so we reached out to Dr. Kara the the lady we had worked with with Beckham and I know we had her basically on speed dial at this point, but um, we took Olivia in the next day, so she was two days old. She did have a pretty bad tongue tie. It wasn't as severe as Becca, but severe enough that it was inhibiting her movements um, and making it so her latch and her suckling weren't, um, she wasn't doing them properly. So we had a revision then. She's, what's like I said, five weeks old, and so we're still doing exercises. We do them daily, a few hours a day. Um, I do feel like we were able to nip it more in the bud this time, but because of everything with Beckham and because that was recent, I I only had a couple months of, of not breastfeeding before um, I started nursing her. Um, and because of that, the, the nerve damage seems to be residual with me. So I am having that again with Olivia which I'll be honest, in the beginning, I was pretty ticked about. I was like, what the heck? I cannot catch a freaking break. Um, but we're now doing a lot better. There is still some pain. I, I'm taking some supplements and doing some other things to, to help and hopefully prevent this from happening with another child. But I, luckily this time, I went into it knowing, A, my body's not broken. B, we've got a whole team. C, it will get better. And so... Um, I feel like we have a lot better relationship and a better, um, you know, pattern established with, with nursing her. So that is some of our breastfeeding journey in a nutshell. Um, once again, I just, I just feel like it's important to talk about. And so thanks for bearing with me and indulging me. Um, actually next week's episode is I was able to sit down and chat with an IBCLC, Anna, who shared some insight and wisdom. Um, and I will, will have more breastfeeding resources in the future. So I want to hear from you. Um, what was your journey like? Was it easy? Was it hard? Did it come as, you know, quote unquote, naturally as you thought? Or did you have to, you kind of fight for it? So I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for joining me today. If you like what you heard, then share, share, share wherever your heart desires. You can find me at Mama Hive Pod on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe for future episodes.